Hi, and welcome to Beauty and Capped. Did this I is, startle you? Yeah, this okay. is Daisy. And I'm Anne Marie. And Beauty and Capped is where we go through the beauty industry category by category. We break it down, we make it fun, we make it easy, we make it digestible, so you can make good decisions. And have fun. And have fun. Yeah. And today, what we're going to talk about is the never-ending pursuit of the perfect foundation. Yeah. Okay. So, why do we wear foundation? So, there. I'm going to actually go a little further back. There was a time in my life where I didn't wear foundation or concealer. Too, but yeah. Okay. All right. Oh. All right. I'm jumping the gun. What's interesting, I think, about the never-ending pursuit of the perfect why foundation. Why do you wear foundation? You wear foundation is because you want to even out your skin tone, maybe conceal some blemishes or imperfections, maybe change the finish of your skin. Maybe if you're oilier, you want something that helps to mattify. Yep. If you're drier, you want something that gives you a nice glow. But ultimately, it's to make your skin or your complexion look a little even uniform and just a little bit better. Is that what you would wear foundation? Yes. Yeah. To look flawless. To look flawless. And glowy. Yeah. Gorgeous. You and I are both after a glowy, dewier finish. Okay, yes, there's that. But we have drier skin, we so that's do. why. I don't even know if my skin is dry, but that's a whole separate podcast. Yeah. Okay, so, but like, when did you start wearing foundation now? When I, did you When did you begin on this quest? I didn't really start wearing foundation until probably about seven years ago. Is How about for you? Um, Let me count. One, two, eight. Eight no. years. Yeah. Seven or eight years ago. And it was because I started to notice that my skin was changing. I was getting rosacea, so I had kind of flushed cheeks or chin. Um, I kind of was having darker circles under my eyes. My skin just didn't look as nice yeah. as it used to look. And there was a time in my life where I wore no foundation, very little to no concealer, sometimes maybe only just a little powder, but I didn't really kind need a lot. Those days. I do too, but... You know, when you're younger, your skin is just so pretty and flawless. It's and so funny, like, having been in the beauty industry since I was in my mid-20s. Mid uh-huh. Like, from my mid-20s to my mid-30s, mm -hmm. I remember, like, testing products, talking to people about beauty, and yeah. kind of thinking, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. But, like... Never really sunk in until I was in my mid-30s. And I needed to start to wear foundation. And I needed to kind of address uneven skin tone, hyperpigmentation, fine lines and wrinkles, dark circles. Like, I never really got it yeah. until I got there. Exactly. Exactly. It's hard to imagine. Yeah, it's almost like you think... Oh, well, I, I know people deal with that, but maybe I'm just one of the lucky ones. No, you're... As you age, your skin changes. Completely. And especially if you're not great about SPF and not great about taking care of your skin. I mean, I feel like I was the opposite of not great. I would put baby oil all oh, over yeah. my face. Yeah. Well, me too. I mean, <laughs> we were, that was kind of, I think, a general, generational thing. And when I was younger, I was a lifeguard and a swim instructor every summer. And religiously, the way that we kicked off summer was to get the first burn. So that then... That's true, because yeah. then it peels away, and you're like, I'm good. And then you, you don't have burn, to lay the foundation. Yeah, then you don't burn again, and then you just get all bronze and 
tan and yeah. So, but now we also ate TV dinners. Yeah, and um, TV dinners, <laughs> the microwave, the popcorn that we would jiffy pop popcorn. The jiffy pop. This, I don't know. Yeah. We did a lot of bad stuff. But so so okay. so fast forward now to now, and I get it. I get about the pursuit for the perfect foundation. Because you can see the difference when you find a good foundation. You can see the difference that it makes in the appearance yeah. of your skin. But I'm of the mindset that two things. One, maybe there's something better than what I'm using. So the pursuit never ends. Like a mascara. Like a mascara. Always new innovation. And two, my skin tone or my skin needs. I feel like it's kind of constantly changing and, and evolving. Well, the... I mean, let's be honest, like as we age, the melanin in our skin changes. Mm -hmm. So melanin is basically what's in your skin, what's in your hair that gives it color. And the older that we get, the less melanin in our skin. So we tend to become, I don't know, this sounds weird, but like your your skin tone changes. Absolutely. You're lighter, it's less vibrant, mm -hmm. less glowy. Less so, rosy. Yeah, so you really need to shift your makeup mm -hmm. honestly and and you've got to be cognizant so you're not you know you don't have this orange face and white white neck yeah it's so true and and I think the other thing is that what I want from a foundation as somebody in their 40s is very different from somebody in their 20s I was just going to ask you that so when you first started using mm -hmm. like let's call it Coverage, full coverage on your yeah. face. What were you using? Were you using a foundation or were you using a tinted moisturizer? Yes, you know, to all that. I was using all of, all that. of that. But I was, because I, I was trying different things. And when I started wearing foundation, what was pretty popular at the time was Bare Minerals. Oh, so really? that, yeah. So that powder, loose powder foundation, um, which. Were you oily? No. So it was not a good compliment to okay. my skin. I was um, kind of more normal to dry skin, which yeah. so it just didn't look great for my skin, but it always looked nice on other people, so I always kind of wish that it looked nice on me. But I think what's even different from what I was looking for, you know, in my 30s for a foundation versus what I'm looking for now and somebody in their 20s is I think be a huge trend is something that's, you know, kind of full coverage, pretty matte, um, and that's pretty popular, I, I think, for a younger subset. For I think foundation. also because they've got, like, oilier skin. Mm -hmm. um, like, you're not, as, you're not as dry inherently, yeah. so not necessarily oily, but just not as dry. And also maybe some problematic skin. Mm -hmm. You know, your skin's going through different changes, and so you're more likely to possibly be more acneic. And I think it gives your makeup like color a mm -hmm. lot more impact. Yeah, I agree. But so I think there's a decided trend right now of full coverage, pretty matte yeah. foundation. And I get it. And I can make that work, but I have to work pretty hard to make that look good on me. But what I really want is my skin to look uniform, but I don't want to look like I'm wearing a lot of makeup, right. but I need to wear makeup to look uniform. So I want something that feels good on my skin, that helps make things look more uniform, and I want something that is kind of glowy or dewy because I think, when, especially when you have drier skin yeah. or when your skin's a little bit more mature, that kind of glow, glowy, dewy finish 
really does help enhance your natural complexion. I think so too. And I think if you've got dryness and honestly, like even if you have, I mean, I get that the trend right now is to have more full coverage and kind of that mattifying look. Um, but I will add that if you, if you do have problematic skin and you are, if you do have acne and you do have wrinkles, like opposite ends of the spectrum, but putting something on your skin that's really mattifying mm -hmm. can actually exacerbate some of these issues yeah. and look worse because the pigments tend to settle mm -hmm. in the, the, the dry skin, the flakes, the wrinkles and not look as good. And so I yeah. think that's where... Going for something that's very hydrating and very dewy looking is not only going to help you look younger and feel more natural, but I think also it may help to hide some of the imperfections a little bit better. Yeah, because the challenge with um, when you have spots and blemishes is you're dealing with skin that's angry yeah. and imbalanced. And so you're oftentimes dealing with skin that's raised or broken. Yep. Um, flaky and so when you put something over top that is kind of drier you're absolutely right it exacerbates not only the the blemish or the breakout but it also calls obvious attention to unevenness and flakiness and yeah so something to think about but so funny enough where are we getting all these dings oh, from I don't know oh. we're getting we're getting dings anyway so I think Andrew's at gymnastics. I think Scott's sending us photos. Oh, cute. Um, so funny enough, you and I, unbeknownst to each other, have been kind of on the pursuit for complexion but for items. for different reasons. For different reasons. So tell me about your current pursuit. So for years, I guess I'm going to just start yeah. from the beginning. So the first complexion product that I used was a CC cream. Uh -huh. It was a tinted moisturizer that also had benefits of vitamin C and ferulic acid. So it was giving me good skincare benefits with very light coverage. And mm -hmm. that was kind of my foray. Yeah. Um, but wearing that, I realized I do need a little bit more coverage, especially as I got older. Mm -hmm. And you... Mm -hmm. got me onto Armani mm -hmm. Luminous Silk, mm -hmm. number four. Um, and I've loved it. I've loved it for years. But I think as I transition my routine to try to be a little bit more natural mm -hmm. and be cognizant of the pigments that are my complexion products, I'm looking for something that's going to give me coverage, be super hydrating, but also be more natural. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just started using Beauty Counters Dew Skin. Uh -huh. And I love... The texture of it. I love how hydrating it is. I love that it's got SPF 20, mm -hmm. but I don't think it has any coverage. And I brought it here because I wanted you to tell me that it had coverage. Yeah. But it doesn't. It and doesn't. I'm so devastated because it has like 75% of what I'm looking for, mm -hmm. but it doesn't pay out on the one thing that's super important. And I feel like that's the struggle. Yeah. Is like really trying to find this balance between the right texture, what it does for my skin, and then the coverage. So when you say that you're looking for something that's a little more natural, you want something that's mineral oil free. Like what is it for yeah. you that would check okay. the box? Good point. Um, definitely no mineral oil. Ooh, that was like not even <laughs> mineral oil. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's also. Why don't you want mineral oil? I think it's pore clogging. You think it's pore clogging. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
<laughs> and what else? I wanted to add, but I'm not going to bash. Um, I also think that, and quite frankly, like I'm not an expert on pigments. Yeah. But I think that there are some pigments that are better for you than others. There's lead content. There's a lot of different things with pigments. And so that for me is something that is important. Um, I think also I'm looking at the preservative system, mm-hmm. um, you know, what's in, what's out. So what's a preservative system you like want to avoid? Parabens. You want to avoid parabens. But that's been forever. Uh-huh. And I know that it's hotly debated and quite frankly, they are really efficacious. So yeah. like, but paranoia, I'm a paranoid person. Yeah. Um, and another big thing for me is fragrance. Yeah. I, I really try to avoid um, artificial fragrance. I think that it creates, um, it's for me, irritation in my skin. I think it creates redness. And I notice that when I use things that are more essential oil based, yeah. um, it, it has a beautiful aroma, but I, I notice that my skin is less inflamed, less irritated. Yeah. So yeah. those are some of the things that I'm looking for. Um, difficult to find, difficult to define, but yeah. yeah, you know, that's kind of where I'm going. And so you like how the beauty counter feels. I love everything about it. I yeah. love the package. I love how it feels. It's got SPF. I love how it applies. It's got SPF. Doesn't really. Has no coverage. No. I yeah. know. I'm so sad. And it's this kind of check checks your natural box. I think so. I I do. I mean, even with the sunscreens that it uses, it uses zinc oxide. So mm, that's good. It's a sunblock, which yeah. I really like. I believe strongly in that. I don't really. Maybe you can tell me this, but I don't understand. If you've got fourteen percent zinc oxide, uh huh. Why is it not giving me better coverage? Well, yeah, you would think that it I would, would think, right? Like, I think it's because the texture of this there are so many other elements in there that are feels like are giving nice hydration that it's just overwhelming the zinc is no match to the other elements in there and I will say I tried the beauty counter she the product we're talking about the texture is lovely if you have drier skin and you maybe aren't looking for something with a lot of coverage and you want a nice finish the beauty counter dew skin has SPF lovely finish, feels amazing on drier or dehydrated skin, but it it, it doesn't give you but any coverage. But I think coverage. you found a great hack for it. I found a great hack for it. So um, related but separate, I have also been... Wait, start at the beginning. Okay. Okay. So when I first started wearing foundation, I also was looking for things... That I didn't need a lot of coverage, so I was looking for things like a tinted moisturizer or at the time I was also looking for kind of tinted powders and yeah Laura Mercier is a great moisturizer. yes she has a lovely one and in fact that's one of the first ones that I use pretty iconic pretty iconic lovely finish um reasonable coverage for what I needed at the time which was very minimal uh yeah. Buildable, which means that you can put on a, it was so light that you could almost put on a second layer. Yeah. To get a little yeah. bit more coverage. And, um, but my skin, as I've developed rosacea, as some of the sun damage. When you moved to California. When I moved to California, I stepped off the plane and instantly had rosacea. Um, 
the sun damage has started to kind of work its way to the surface and just my skin isn't is as far less uniform than it used to be um, I need something with a little bit more coverage now I'm not on the same naturals pursuit that you're on though I'm absolutely open to it so if there's a natural equivalent to, to something that I like that will have similar benefits and is natural I'm more than happy to use it but for me it's not kind of the initial thing that I'm yeah. looking for. Um, and so recently what I've really been wanting is I've been loving water-based foundations. Um, Can you tell me the difference between an oil-based foundation and a water-based foundation? Well, it's really all the way that something is formulated, but it's it's ultimately the foundation base. So something that um, leans more strongly towards water versus oil. Something that leans more strongly towards water is going to be nicer for... Um, drier, dehydrated skin, something that um, has a little bit more of an oil or silicone base to it. Typically, though it doesn't have to, is going to be um, a little bit more heavy on coverage or pigment load. Okay. Because it's really designed to form a nice barrier. So for me... Good to know, right? So if you're looking for something that's a little bit lighter coverage, water-based, and... Mm -hmm. Fuller, fuller coverage, oil-based. The thing that will be confusing, though, is almost all foundations, the first ingredient you're going to see is going to be water. So it's really hard to discern what is more water-based versus what is not. But a silicone-based foundation, you can feel silicone. Um, how would you describe the feel of silicone? Something that feels silky almost? It feels almost like you put some, you put it on your skin and it almost feels like baby powder. Like it just glides. Like it's so silky, your hand will just yes. light across it. Yes. There's a silky yet slight powdery effect. Yes. Great description. Something that's really, really oil is you, oily, you will feel that slip of oil. And, and even if you don't know ingredients, if you put your hand, if you Put a foundation on your hand, you put it under water, and it starts to bead off mm -hmm. very easily and is hard to wash off without soap. Yeah. You'll know that that's oil-based. Oil-based. Exactly right. And so you like something that's more water-based. I've discovered I like something that's a little more water-based. And the reason that I do is because I have drier skin, but I also have dehydrated skin, which means sometimes that my skin has kind of a lack of surface smoothness. And... Um, I found that something that's more water-based, um, one, works really nicely with the face oils that I use. Yeah. They, they play well together. And then two, the water-based, um, it, it's just a, an additional layer of um, hydration for my yeah. skin, and it works really nicely with my skin's surface. But what I have found in my search for kind of the best water-based foundation and when I say water-based, one that is probably the most iconic um, is MAC Face and Body um, and Makeup Forever also Face and Body are probably the most iconic in the beauty world, mm -hmm. although there's a ton of them. Yeah. But really, water-based means something that's a little bit buildable but doesn't typically have a lot of coverage. So I need more coverage than most water-based foundations that I have personally tried offer. However, something that I have found that I think plays like a water-based foundation um, because it's got great hydrators but has a little bit more coverage is the newer Lancome um, Skin Feels Good. And it's a hydrating skin tint, and it's got a beautiful glow. I love the finish I of it. I kind of love it, and I love a lot of the things that 
they're saying about the product, like the hyaluronic acid increasing the skin hydration, the moringa seed extract to protect your skin from oxidation due to pollution. Like if this is the thing that you're putting on your face, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like after your skincare, I mean, yeah, it just sounds lovely. And I, I really am interested in um, products that are anti-pollution. And that's a whole nother podcast. We should probably just do we something should. on anti. We will. It's really important. It's so important because mm-hmm. we're not doing our environment any favors. So it's something we got to start thinking about. But it's paraben free. It's oil free. Um, it's got a lightweight texture considering the the little bump of hydration my skin gets from it. And it's got coverage that is light to medium but kind of buildable. I think it's excellent coverage. I think it's excellent coverage too. For- it's not full coverage. Yeah, but but for what you and I are looking for, light to almost medium coverage, it's great. And my skin, I look forward to putting it on because I think it looks good on my skin. It does. Your skin looks amazing. Well, right thank now. you. But and I also don't feel like I look like I'm wearing a lot of. I think that's makeup. the goal. And that especially is especially as you get older, you don't want to look like you're wearing a ton of makeup. Yeah, and so listen. Certainly, there are times when I am gonna go all out. I'm gonna have. A lot of makeup on. It's going to be a smoky eye. It's going to be a lot of foundation. Everything's going to be blended. But on an everyday basis, that's not what I need no. or have time for. But I think you do a very good job at making sure that the, your your complexion products that you're using, so like your foundation, mm-hmm. for example, even if you do a really intense smoky eye, I think around it, your skin always looks very natural, glowing, and healthy. Oh, thank you. Because I, I really think at, um, you know, we're both in our 40s. I think our skin is, you know, changing, but still nice. We still have nice yeah. skin. I'm still comfortable going out without, you know, foundation on. Yeah. Um, though I gotta have, a, I've gotta have oil on. I mean, because I, yeah. I still gotta have that glow and that totally. moisture. But um, I, I really think something that helps to make my skin look more youthful is that I don't put a lot of makeup on and I don't go for something with a matte finish. And I think that that's really important for people to know. Yeah. Um, and I think – so let's talk about this hack that you came up with, which okay. I think is, like, super smart because I feel like um, – a lot of people want to do like all in one and that's great because mm-hmm. it's super convenient. But, um, so let's take this do skin, for example, beauty counter, do beauty skin. Counter skin. Uh-huh. Like there's not really any coverage, There's not, but it's got great SPF. It's mm-hmm. got a great feel to the skin. Um, you only have a few kind of areas that I think you're looking for greater coverage. Mm-hmm. So what you did was you then took the Lancome Skin Feels Good mm-hmm. and you just kind of touched up where you had rosacea yeah, or, you know, under your eyes mm-hmm. just to try to brighten that up a little bit. And I feel like it worked wonders and it was super easy. Yeah, it was, a, it was, it took me what? 20 th- seconds, 30 yeah, seconds, nothing. a couple taps with the fingertips. And so that's, that's interesting that you call it a hack because something that you can do to get yourself out of the house quickly, but make just a little bit of effort is just put a little bit of something yeah. where you need it. And we don't always necessarily need it all over the place. So for me, my forehead's kind of fine. So I need just a little bit on my cheeks where I have some rosacea, a little bit on my nose, and the tiniest little bit on my chin, and it kind of made everything look uniform. Yeah, and I think to the point that you made earlier, 
Um, just in the sense that like there are some days that you want a little bit more like you want to look a little bit more polished uh-huh. and then the days that you you know want to be more cash mm-hmm. I think it's fine to have two foundations mm-hmm. or two foundation products that you use one maybe that doesn't have so much coverage and the other one that has more uh-huh so you can kind of mix and and layer them as you see fit right you could just use the one with the heavier coverage on the days that you want to look polished, the lighter yeah. coverage on the days that you don't. And then, you know, if you need to touch something up, you can kind of use them both in, in different areas on your skin. And and I think that's really important because I also sometimes need um, a foundation that's more matte because I have a job where sometimes I need to do presentations where yeah. there's a lot of light. And you don't necessarily want dewy skin where you've got a lot of lighting and cameras happening because... You won't be able to see anything. You look really... You look greasy and oily (laughs) because the light just kind of brings everything out. So there is definitely in my life um, a place where I need kind of more matte foundations. And I've found a few that work, but they're not necessarily comfortable for me to wear... All day, every day, but they certainly work. And what so, are some of those? L'Oreal has a really um, great um, line. They've got, I think it's called. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Pro Glow and Pro Matte. Oh. Um, yeah, Pro Matte. I think. Yes, and so you can go for the dewy version, or you can go for the matte version, and they're pretty good foundations, and it's pretty buildable coverage and really affordable. Uh, they're not natural, so if you're looking for natural. I'm not the well, best Well, you could use girl. a mineral powder on top. You if you wanted to be powder. more natural, you could have a mineral powder on the side. Um, I think, so Armani has um, a power mat that's also really nice. It's a little bit more expensive, as does Dior. Dior Forever Skin is a beautiful foundation with a more matte finish that is comfortable to wear even if you have drier skin. Okay. It's a little bit more expensive, but it looks really pretty. Um, or something that I do if there's like not a ton of lighting happening, maybe just a little additional lighting, is I'll do my normal routine, yeah. but then I'll put kind of a matte powder over top. Yeah, and that nice. just tends to knock down some of the shine, but not completely take it away. Yeah. Um, a translucent powder. If you if you do like a powder foundation that mattifies, you're going to get more coverage. You're going to be knocking down more of the shine. You might look a little more powdery. Yeah. Um, but if you have drier skin, you probably want something that is a little more mattifying versus something that's a little glowy though I think a little natural kind of oiliness pushing through can look nice yeah um and so what you can do is go for something that's a little more mattifying but then maybe let your oils kind of break through a little bit as your skin warms up the foundation throughout the day and it can help make your skin look kind of youthful I think a little bit of glow um so now you, are you going to, so your beauty counter, which by the way, you're right, the texture is lovely. It. it feels so amazing. Oh, I just wish that it had more coverage. So. But we, but we bought the other one. We bought Tint Skin. So we're going to yeah. try that. Mm-hmm. We're going to try Tint Skin and we're going to see how that works. Yeah. Because maybe. Maybe. It's the same texture, but like more coverage. I think my guess I is. I feel like we should know this, but we're crazy and we just buy shit we just buy it we just because i mean well it's our job i know but to try it for you i think it's going to be a little more coverage but i bet it's not going to be as hydrating i don't i think you're right which means uh, what i really think 
you're not going to find a one size fits all. I think you're just going to have to embrace the half pump of this, half pump of that, mix them together in your hand. Mm -hmm. It takes you point. I know, I know, I know. It just means that when I travel, I take multiple things. Yeah, I know. But that's okay. I know. You're not going anywhere. I mean, you are going anywhere. I mean, somewhere. But I'm going everywhere. <laughs> no, but I like I like this solution. I feel really good about this solution. Yeah, and so I think it's kind of random that we we're both on this. We both have this on the same wavelength. Like, guys, we didn't plan this today. We at were going to talk about manicures. Yeah, but then we spent like an hour and a half talking about our new foundation. So we chose to. Just record it. Yeah, and so so what I what I think is why this is timely is we're headed into the summer or we're kind of almost knee deep in summer. Yeah. Yeah. And so both of these formulas are nice summer weight formulas. Yes. Um the beauty counter has almost no coverage, but it's got SPF, it's got a lovely finish. And I think it's a great summertime product. Both of these have SPF, in fact. And then the lawn comb also has SPF. It is hydrating. It's got a nice, healthy glow, but it's got more coverage. I think both of these are great summer options. And the best summer option is half a pump of the lawn comb. Skin feels good. <laughs> and half a pump of the beauty counter, dewy skin. Or, you know, one full pump of each. <laughs> and then you've got a little too much. And um, then a little... Cream cheek color and a little cream highlighter, your skin and still looks good. And I feel like I think that that is also key, mm -hmm. right? Is just in terms of thinking about the textures that you're putting on your skin. Mm -hmm. I think using cream blush and cream highlighter is always going to help to support this dewier, more natural yeah. skin. Yeah, and then you because you do all this work to put um, this beautiful glow into your skin, um, and layering liquids and creams on top of each other especially as your skin starts to warm up it just looks so good I so I even though I took down the redness of my cheeks I added back a little bit of the Becca um, beach tint it's got a little bit of shimmer in it it's got a little color in it it's a creamy product and I just tapped a little the littlest bit on the apples of my cheeks and your skin looks like a 12 year old thank you and it and feels really nice. It looks nice. so good. It's it driving good. me nuts how good it looks. Well, I'm telling you that um, beauty counter do skin. It's amazing. It's kind of a game changer. We just need more coverage. We just okay. need more coverage. Should we recap this? Let's recap this. Okay. So if you have normal to dry skin. Uh-huh. What kind of foundation product should you use? You may want to gravitate to something that, well, depending on the coverage that you want, you may want to consider trying something that's a little more water-based because it's going to work nicely with your drier skin, which tends to have more texture. Okay. You're definitely going to want to find something that has more of a dewy, glowy, maybe even satin finish. You're going to want to avoid something that's got a matte finish because that's just going to... Um, enhance the appearance of dryness. Yep. And ultimately, I think it looks aging. Yep. If you have normal or oilier skin, yes. you're actually quite lucky. I mean, your skin's kind of overproducing oil, but your skin has a nice kind of natural glow to it. You should go for something that's a little more mattifying, though I'm never a fan of something that's a flat matte or a cake matte. I think just a, a natural that's matte. That's super 80s. Don't do that. Yeah, anymore. that's super just 80s. Stop. Don't do that. 
Um, but can, should you use an oil based if you're drier skin or still water based? Like, what do you? I think. Where do you? Who who uses an oil based foundation? Really dry skin or very mature skin. Okay. An oil based because foundation. you just need the coverage. Yeah, you okay. just you well, or you just need that additional bit of barrier and moisture because your skin is so dry. But to be real, neither of us really use an oil based. I use an oil based, uh, and it's the Armani. I can never oh, remember you the do, name. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I only use it at the height of winter when my skin is at its driest, and probably nothing's gonna look good on it unless it's got just some real yeah. um, hydration. Okay. So yeah, but it's because I am dry and dehydrated, so I've got some. And texture. you really like to have full coverage, especially on your cheeks yeah. for your rosacea. Yeah. Or, yeah, usually, I, I don't know that it, I would call it for co full coverage in, in today's traditional sense that's of full true, coverage. That's true. But it's I need full coverage in my mind. I need buildable coverage because I, I, the redness does like to pull its way through pretty quickly. So, okay. so there we go. Okay. And then I was going to ask one more question. Hmm. Oh, hacks. Yeah. So if you want something that has lighter overall coverage you can grab a foundation that has a bit more coverage mm -hmm. and tap it in on top so you don't mm -hmm. have to use it all over or a little concealer yeah or a little concealer and if you're if the foundation you have is you like and it's it's the perfect shade for you but maybe it has too much coverage or you want something lighter for the summertime put a drop of your moisturizer or, or oil that's a great it in idea. your fingertips and now you've got a lighter weight foundation, but it still is that shade that's maybe perfect for you. That's a great idea. Thanks. Cool. It's all about making what you have work. But everything, so I have this gene called the extra gene where I can't just take something as is. Something would be better if I just added this or if I just that's did that to it. That's why you do what you do. So I have the extra gene, and so I have this product that I love. For example... Until up until this morning, before you came over, I was obsessed with the long foam skin feels good as it was until I had a little pump of that do beauty skin. counter do skin, and now I'm like, but now I can make it better. I feel like both of them like did a very good job in naming their products though, too. I know because they tell you exactly what they do. My skin does feel good with this on, and my skin does feel dewy with this on. I mean, why didn't we think of this? We're such slackers, I know. I know. All right, so, yeah. <laughs> Maggie, my dog, the English bulldog, is like, she's let's tell her tail. She was snoring about two seconds ago. Okay, I, I know. know. She's like, let's go outside. Yeah, she's like, okay. okay. So, thanks for listening. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed coming with us on our journey yeah. to flawless, beautiful, glowy, dewy skin. Yeah. And um, have at least some... Kind of sense of what to look for and ask for as you are selecting foundation products for the future. Yeah. I guess we should do shades next, but like not right now because that's a lot. Shades and undertones. That's really hard. It is really hard. I mean. But um, also ultimately it's like whatever you think feels and looks good is the no, right thing. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Not when it comes oh, to shades. I do want to say one thing, though, because you have opened my mind up. About a year ago, you, when we were trying different foundations from our Smashbox Studios adventure oh, yeah. in Venice, 
you, our BB water. Our BB water. You made the announcement that you were going to start using foundations that were just a smidge darker versus a smidge lighter because you thought the the foundations that were a little lighter were a little more aging. They are. And you thought a foundation with just a little bit more color it's, and it's warmth. A warmth, yes. And it's warmth, warmth makes you... Oh. I can't talk. It makes you look a little more youthful. And it I does. have to say, ever since you said that, I've kept that in the back of my head, and I totally agree with you. But you need to be careful that you don't look like an Oompa Loompa. Yeah, you don't want to go too but, dark, and you don't want to go too orange. But this has to do with the fact that we produce less melanin. Well, we produce less melanin. As you get older, your skin naturally uses loses its rosiness, so it's kind of pink tones. And so adding some of that back in can help. So something to think about. But not about. too much. Nope. It's got to be subtle. You got to go get an expert to help you shade match. I know. And yet we got to be careful because I feel like sometimes you don't get great advice. Well, I think if you're going in to have your foundation matched, chat with somebody whose foundation or skin you think looks really good. And make sure that the store that you're in has natural lighting. And don't be afraid to take a mirror and walk outside. Yep. And, and really that's kind of the right thing to do. So, so don't go to the Sephora in the mall with no windows. Right. Just saying. Just saying. That happened. Oh my gosh. True story. True story. That's happened to all of us, I feel like. I yeah. So okay. there we have it. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you. And um, I'm this waiting was good. for you to say peace out, bitches. Well, no, I'm not going to. Oh, damn it. We have never figured out how to end these things. No, we just ramble on. I know. What if we just, like... Turned it off? Stopped. Okay, stop it. I didn't stop it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.